Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Happy Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Gretchen Garrity. And let me just say, first and foremost, this episode... (laughs) has been a real pain to record today. (laughs) I sat down like four hours ago, ready to go, planned it all out, so amped, let's rock, and my mic wasn't working. Literally, out of nowhere, probably spent over an hour like troubleshooting, being like, okay, you know, shut down my computer, restart it, that didn't work. Tried to reset the software, I don't freaking know. Try a new cord, that didn't work. New adapter, that didn't work. Um, and my, it was weird because my mic was like lit up. Like I could tell it recognized the computer it was on, but the computer wasn't recognizing the mic. Like it wasn't showing up at all to record. Like I, where I record, it was, yeah. Like right now it says microphone, but it was just saying like MacBook Pro. You know, if that makes sense. Anyway, so that was the whole thing. And I just think the type of mic I use, which by the way is like a Yeti blue mic, if you guys know what that is. That's just the one I first got and started with in 2019 and I really should probably upgrade and I never uh looked into getting a different one but I think this is like a me kind of problem because I think this is very like low level baseline kind of mic like it's like 100 bucks and yeah that's just what I started with I think my friend was like oh it's like user friendly start here and I feel like I really like the audio on this thing I feel like it's crisp um although I think they break really easily so I've gone through like three of them now I have a brand new one went to Best Buy, got the exact same one, brand new, because I just know how this one sounds and how it works, and I'm like, oh, if I get a different one, and I don't like the way it sounds or whatever, you know what I mean? And I just had the plan recorded today, so I'm like, it's fine, I'll just go get a new one. So here we are, we made it on the new mic. But how freaking annoying, I was even looking at Best Buy, I'm like, oh, I think there might be a warranty on these mics, like, I definitely bought it in the past two years, but I couldn't find it in, like, my purchase history. I'm like, was it, did we get it under like max's account but we couldn't find his hit i'm like i'm over it i'm so over it whatever just getting a new one (laughs) so yeah but like literally out of the blue out of nowhere that's how my other ones broke too at least two or three before that i've broken you just plug it in and they like don't work anymore but it's not like i dropped it or like anything happened it's anyway that's that so be extra appreciative we made it here today (laughs) so also, you guys probably thought I was going to say, I feel like I started every episode with now, like, I'm like, let me just say, first of all, I missed you. Don't be mad. Haven't seen me in a month, which I need to just cut the crap. It just is what it is. Okay. <laughs> Haven't seen you in a month. <sighs> Take it or leave it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I do apologize. I really do try to do every other week. And then somehow the weeks just sneak up on me so quick. And I'm like, what? It's suddenly been two weeks ago. My last episode, I'm like, I'm away I don't have my mic with me I'm on vacation frick like you know so that I mean I will take full responsibility though that's my fault and poor planning and yes so sorry but honestly it's kind of better like when we go a full month I feel like they're a little more juicy I have a little more content especially for the recap because it's like been a whole month instead of two weeks so last time we talked 
was recapping my St. Lucia trip. Yeah, a month ago. So I can't believe the trip itself was over a month ago already. And that was amazing. You guys should listen if you haven't already. Oh, and I also talk about my best and worst purchases of 2023. But a lot has happened in the month since, which we'll get into. But first, I do want to say, I want to talk about the uh, topic of this episode, which you can see is, I believe I'm titling it, having confidence in social settings, how to work a room. And I have to say that this episode idea came from a comment, like verbatim, <laughs> on my last Happy Hour podcast Instagram post. By the way, my Instagram for this podcast is just Happy Hour, if you guys didn't know, but it's like at H A P P Y H R. And I just really liked the idea. Like I said, this was like verbatim the request along with other topic requests, which I may do in the future. So I love when you guys request certain topics because I'm like, oh, sweet. Now I know it's, I'm talking about something that they really want me to talk about. Maybe it's just one person, but maybe it's a bunch of you. So yes, I really only post on that Instagram uh, when I post a new episode, but you should follow anyway to keep up to date. And since I've been so all over the place, a little infrequent, you can be like, oh, look, finally, look who decided to show up, new episode. So yeah, you guys should follow. That's at H-A-P-P-Y-H-R for when I get... Uh, when I post new episodes, but also it's helpful because then you can comment on those posts or DM that Instagram. I have like a way higher likelihood of seeing that um, than my main account. Everything gets like buried. So yes, if you have like topic requests, always feel free to DM on there, comment on those posts. So this stuff just felt very meant to be. Like when I saw this comment, I was like, that is a great idea. This feels so fitting right now because I feel like I've been thinking about this type of stuff a ton with being social in social settings, how to work a room, making new friends, kind of like how you come off and show up. I just think especially with going on a bunch of trips with new people that I haven't met before, I've kind of been getting back into the groove of meeting new people, striking up conversation. I feel like it's an art. It can be challenging and I think I haven't used that trait of mine. I don't know the word. I haven't used that. I haven't done that kind of thing, that characteristic of myself, like chatting with new people, striking up conversation, making new friends. I haven't done that in a minute. So I feel like you just get a little rusty. Luckily, I will say I am very extroverted <laughs> to my core. You guys are like, oh, no say. <laughs> or you don't say. Is that the phrase? Oh, you don't say. Yeah, because I'm very extroverted. I always have been. I actually feel like as I've gotten older, I can appreciate my alone time now and like recharge on my own, that kind of thing. But to my core, especially my childhood, extremely extroverted, like totally get my energy around other people, would talk to a wall, would talk to anyone because that's just who I am. So it does come pretty naturally to me striking out conversation, chatting with people. However, I think I'll say mostly like after not being in big groups for a while or like in a while, like especially I'll talk about it, but our Aspen trip I was just on, there were 36 content creators. Okay. And that's not even including Soul de Janeiro staff, event staff, PR staff. Yeah. So it was like a very big trip and you can feel rusty and it can feel overwhelming. So I like to be prepared We'll get into all of that, but first, shockingly, at the beginning of this episode, normally it's like halfway through and I'm like, oh, I've been talking my head off. I have not even said what I like to say at the beginning of every episode, which is, 
I say something I'm happy about in this moment and then a happy quote or idea. So this week, what I'm currently happy about is looking out the window. There is so much snow, you guys. We've gotten so much snow this week, especially last night and this morning. And it's literally a winter wonderland. And it can feel kind of depressing and sad in the winter when it's so cold and snow and stuff. But I just feel like snow is like a silver lining. Because if it's just like freezing cold and gray and brown and ugly, it's like, ugh, okay. But then the snow is kind of like a positive. It's like white and light and fluffy and fun. And maybe I think of it so positively too because, I mean, I think it's pretty to look at. But also... Brody loves it so much. My dog Brody, if you guys don't know, golden retriever, I'm sure you all know. He is obsessed. Like our morning walk this morning. Oh my gosh. We were both in heaven. I was in heaven because he was in heaven. He was just so happy. So I was happy. And I took a million pictures and videos of him frolicking around in the snow. He loved it. Like it's like that light, fluffy. We probably got like seven, eight inches. I don't know, a lot. Like back to was like shoveling out his car for like a half an hour. So a lot of snow. Also, I'm happy about the fact that it was just Max's birthday this week, which was so much fun to celebrate. We had a day. We did all the things. Got up really early. Went to the grocery at like 7 a.m. to get bacon and stuff to make birthday breakfast because we'd gotten back like late the night before. And I burned the birthday bacon, but that's okay. Burnt to a crisp. I'm like, oh, Gretchen, you had one job. <laughs> but I just love doing fun stuff like that all day. Like I drove to Syracuse. <laughs> I drove like literally 45 minutes both ways to get crumble. I just wanted like fun stuff for his birthday, you know, birthday dinner, presents, whole nine yards, candles, you name it. Then the day after his Valentine's Day, his birthday's the 13th, so he's a little Valentine's Day baby and Valentine's Day is the next day, but he had a game, so we actually celebrated Valentine's Day like one day late and went out to dinner. It was delicious and actually highly recommend, I might as well say, okay, while we're at it. <laughs> we just got back. Oh, I guess I didn't even put that in my notes to talk about, but I get I'll just say that right here now. So, <clears throat> Max has been up with the Devils NHL team, the New Jersey Devils team for the past month or so, maybe a little over a month. I think that sounds right. There's Brody walking by if you can hear him. What do you see out there? Okay, sorry, I'm getting distracted. So, he's been with our NHL team. He got sent down the day, two days before his birthday, one day before his birthday. So that's why we got, one day before his birthday, yes. That's why we got back late at night, drove back from Jersey that day. I'm like, oh wow, suddenly your birthday here in Utica, I got nothing. Okay, let's make it special. Here we go. So got sent down, thought it was coming, but still equally as sad. Honestly, even getting called up is so exciting. It's like dream come true every time, but either way, it's just really hard. Because if you make any plans, they all change. So, like, for Valentine's Day, we had plans to go to New York City, look at wedding bands. That couldn't happen because we were back here in Utica. And then this coming weekend, the New Jersey Devils are going to have an outdoor game against the Philadelphia Flyers, which I was so amped for since that was, like, obviously our old organization is old team. So, so excited. We got, like, puffer jackets all embroidered for the game. And now guess who's not playing in it and guess who's not going, Max and me. <laughs> but it is what it is. That's just the name of the game. All their forwards are back and healthy now and there were just too many of them. So Max got sent down. There is silver linings though. Like I wasn't going to be able to celebrate with him on his birthday. They had an away game. But then when we got back here, they had no game on the 13th. So we were able to celebrate his birthday. But then on the 14th, they had a game. So then Valentine's Day was a day later. But that's that. And the update so that's why we're back in Utica where the New Jersey Devils minor league team
team is. And what I wanted to say while we're at it is for Max's birthday dinner, went to a place here called Nostro's. So good. I'd been with the girls before. Max had never been and it was delicious. Highly recommend. And then for Valentine's Day, which is the day after Valentine's Day, we went to a place called Nola's. They sound kind of similar to Nostro's Nola's. Nola's is definitely our favorite restaurant here. Like by far. It is so good. If you if you ever find yourself in Utica or if you guys live here, so niche, such a small town. Um, go to Nola's. It's so good. We love it so much. Okay, that's that. Talked about <laughs> what I'm happy about. A little life update forever. Happy quote or idea. Now, I don't know if this is <laughs> a happy quote or idea. This is just a quote, an idea. This is a TikTok, pretty much, okay, that I saw on TikTok the other day. And I have not stopped thinking about it since. Even said, like, once I tell you this, you will not be able to unhear it. <laughs> it's so true, okay? When a little something like this says, when you're in a conversation with someone, chatting with someone, they're talking, you, as a the person they're talking to, have two options. Option one, to continue on what they're saying by asking a question, just furthering what they were already saying. And option two is to relate it back to yourself. And those are the only options. And I was mind blown <laughs> when I heard this. And I was like, wow, this is so true. You definitely can't unhear that because now that's all you think about when you're in a conversation with someone. They say something, sparks a memory of yours. You're like, oh my gosh, me too. I went there too. And they're like, oh wait, I'm making it about me. Oh wait, me too. And then one time when I went, oh wait, I'm making it about me. You just have to like set yourself aside for a second and be so genuinely interested in what they're saying and be like, oh, tell me more about that. Oh my gosh, that's so interesting. Oh wait, and then and then what happened with this? Like ask them a question, further what they're saying. And I feel like it just comes with practice and it's crazy that that's even a thing. I just feel like I know it's not intentional. It can come off bad when you just keep relating things back to yourself, but I, I feel like it is a natural kind of instinct to relate things to yourself. Because it feels familiar. You're like, oh, wait, that happened to me too. Similar kind of thing over here. But you just have to remember <laughs> how it feels if that's constantly happening to you. If you have a friend that feels like everything you say, they just bring it back to themselves. You're like, wait, are you even listening though? Do you even care about me? Are you even, you know? You're like, can we just like talk about me for a sec? I say all of this. I reference this TikTok because I feel like it has a lot to do with what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. And it just made me think so deeply. I really thought like, if you start to notice the people that you like to be around the most, it's because they're very interested in you. And they're really good at like asking questions about you, your day. If you meet someone you really liked, chances are they genuinely took interest in you and who you are. And so you're drawn to them. And obviously don't go overboard, like interviewing someone, asking them 8,000 questions. And then what, and then what, you know? But I just think being mindful of this, like this whole dynamic of like conversation with someone. Okay, do I further what they are saying or do I relate it back to me? I just think being mindful of that is very, very helpful if you are trying to work on conversational skills, being social. We're going to get into all of that, but interrupting to tell you guys that this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've ever considered therapy, now could be a good time to try out BetterHelp. I've talked about how therapy has helped me personally a ton in the past. Even if you haven't considered therapy, honestly, maybe take this as a sign, especially because 
I find in the new year, we become so focused on how we can change ourselves with resolutions, but I just feel like therapy helps to find your strengths and expand on what you're already doing right so we can ditch those extreme resolutions. I also always feel so empowered seeking therapy, like I'm doing the best job taking care of myself. Also always feels like your therapist can offer an alternative viewpoint or ask a question. It really gets me thinking like, hmm, I didn't think of it like that before. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's all online and so convenient and flexible. You just fill out a short questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. You can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which is so nice to make sure that it's a good fit. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash Gretchen today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash Gretchen. Now let's get back into the episode. Back to catching up for a moment because I'm just going to dive right into that. Let's just give you some updates real quick, okay? So since I last spoke to you, Max and I spent a week back on Cape Cod where we have our house for the off season. It was so nice to be back home. Just every time we're back home, it just feels right. And we purchased that home very quickly this past spring. And I do not doubt that. But sometimes since it was such a quick process, I would be like, is this the right decision? Is this, oh my gosh, like, did we, you know, make a good decision? Then whenever we're away and we come back, I just feel like a sigh of relief. Like I just feel so at home and cozy and good. And I'm like, wow, this just reaffirms we made a right decision. So it was just so good to be back and in our own space with all our stuff. And thank goodness (laughs) all this worked out this week because, like I said, Max was up with the Devils and their minor league team has a different all-star break schedule than the NHL team. So NHL team was one week and the AHL team's break was the week after. So we had planned for the following week, but then he was on the NHL team. And so we're like, wait a minute, which break are we taking? Is he taking this break? Is he going to be sent down over a break? What's going on? We don't know. Making really hard to make plans. We can't really plan, but we got to go see these wedding venues to freaking book a wedding venue. We're trying to get married next year. So what the heck, what's going on? And like literally the day before their break started in their last, last game, Max, like, went up to one of the coaches or the GM or assistant GM or something and was like, wait a minute, like, am I all good? Like, can I go on break? Am I being sent down? What's happening? And they're like, you're good. You're all set. Enjoy your break. So I was like, phew. Okay. Headed to the Cape. Thank goodness. Cause we need to look at these wedding venues. We looked at three in total and for obvious reasons, we'll not be sharing the one that we're choosing for privacy. Obviously after the fact, I'm sure we'll be posting like crazy that feels so weird to say out loud but so exciting it was so fun to look in person and I will say I think it's so important to look at venues in person and we had been to the majority of them uh before looking just then but when you are somewhere like for dinner or it's just way different than looking at it as a wedding venue is what I'll say because then you can like envision it and notice things you didn't notice before so yeah that was really important and really special and fun and I guess another update for wedding talk is that we talked with several wedding planners and we have narrowed it down to one and I feel like he's saying that because I believe we're signing her contract today which is so exciting 
and I just knew I'd feel a lot better when we like narrowed down the venue and narrowed down the wedding planner because that felt like the first kind of hurdles and there's just obviously endless venues and planners and so it's hard to pick but we just had to go with what felt natural and right with our gut yada yada so that's that I'm sure (laughs) I can't even imagine this year and really in 2025 leading up to our wedding the wedding content will be ramped up so either you're dreading that or you're excited I don't know (laughs) do with that information what you will so that's that then like the day after (laughs) we got back flew to Aspen for an Aspen trip with Sol de Janeiro it was so much fun oh didn't I say this earlier yeah I did 36 of us content creators in total it was a blast definitely overwhelming I was like okay like even I'm so extroverted I'm like okay put on your socialization pants Gretchen you're gonna be meeting a lot of new people you're gonna be chatting a lot and it's so much fun but it is still like tiring you know chatting with like so many new people and just learn you know like learning people's names and being like okay you're this person you're okay where are you guys from okay uh you know and I am I think another thing that helps me in this realm of things we're gonna be talking about is I am so curious like genuinely curious about people like whenever I meet someone I probably am overwhelming to them because I'm like oh my gosh okay you're from here okay you got siblings okay your parents are back home okay where's home okay um where'd you go to school uh what does your partner do okay you have a dog oh my gosh what's your dog's name I have a dog you know like I just want to know everything and yeah so I think that's helpful but I'm also like okay Gretchen like cool it if someone's more reserved and like already overwhelmed and you're interrogating them like just relax but I'm like no wait but I actually just want to know everything like catch me up to speed but yeah it was great I mean off the top of my head I want to shout out some of the sweet girls I met there was so many of us but like literally just off the top of my head means that if I forget you (laughs) but I just want to say it was so nice meeting Brooke Milne I think is how you say her last name Alexa Beckford if you know any of these content creators Kaylee May Callahan is her last name Ram, 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 something like that. Um, Callahan, Kaylee, Alexa, Brooke, Courtney. I'm thinking of like so many people all the time I had, but everyone was so nice. And yeah, it was just like the best vibes. Girl trip, so beautiful. I mean, I knew from pictures of it was my first time in Colorado. But when you're there in person, I just kept being like, I look around and I feel like it looks like a MacBook screensaver desktop background, you know? Because it was just like, breathtakingly beautiful all the snowy mountaintops and stuff like I'm just not used to that because I haven't been to Colorado before so it was unreal I also didn't realize how small Aspen is like everywhere you go for dinner or shopping or whatever you could walk in like five or ten minutes everything is so close it's just like a small little bougie ski town I feel like and I definitely had FOMO since I didn't ski since you guys know I tore my ACL wow maybe like to this day, (laughs) it might be this actual date, five years ago, February of 2019. Yep. Wow. Can't believe that was five years ago. So I have not skied since because I've been scared, but this trip really encouraged me to not be scared anymore and get back out there and just be careful because I definitely had FOMO and just watching all the skiers come to the mountain. I'm like, oh, that looks so much fun. Like I miss that. So I'll be back one day. Max keeps saying, because he, I mean, they can't really ski or snowboard or anything with hockey. I mean, especially in season, they wouldn't. But even in the off season, I just feel like 
it might be a rule for, from like their organization or coaches like you literally can't because there's such a high risk of being injured but also I think they probably just wouldn't want to because there's a high risk of being injured and then that could like totally mess up your career uh but maybe whenever he's done playing hockey one day then I'll go back skiing with him but yes that was Aspen got back luckily I mean luckily all those plans in the that moment worked out because we were in New Jersey so I flew in and out of Newark Brody was staying with Max because they only had home games at this time and I was just crossing my fingers when I was at Aspen I'm like please don't get sent down please don't get sent down please don't have a schedule change please don't have to drive all the way back to Utica because you have Brody and then there's away games and this will be a mess and I'm not there and I'm flying back to Newark so this just needs to work out and luckily it did got back we were in New Jersey for probably like another week before he got um sent down so yes I was just living my hotel life but it's honestly such a fun area like Montclair New Jersey Short Hill Summit um you know there's like Soul Cycle, Solid Core Dry Bar all the things so close to New York so definitely keep myself busy down there I say I, I wish I could combine like our house here in Utica because we're so settled and have way more room obviously than hotel combine this with like the surrounding areas of New Jersey like I physically want to be there because there's so much more to do and going on and stuff but we are so settled here so it is good to be back and then we're back like I said Max's birthday valentine's day here we are so are we ready to get into the episode i think we are let's get into it like i was saying let's keep going on what i was going off of when you're in a conversation with someone okay care about them <laughs> like i said this comes naturally to me i'm so curious i want to know everything fill me in sister Literally, when I meet like a girl around my age or something, I'm like, okay, fill me in on the past 26 years. We have so much to catch up on. Are you kidding? We could talk all day, every day. I feel like that's me and Cindy Adams, you guys know. She's like one of my besties now. I love her so much. I miss her. And we only met like a year and a half ago, not even. But we'd followed each other both like for a while. And we both, I feel like, relate in a lot of ways are very similar um, I'm like, see, I have such good advice on making friends. I made such a good friend, but I really did make such a good friend. But I think we're both good. We're both very social. And I think we're both good listeners. I think she's an even better listener than me. And I think we both are very genuinely like interested and curious in other people. And so literally whenever we're together, it feels like that. We're like, we don't have enough hours in the day to talk. Like we could talk 24 seven and we still would have things to talk about because we're filling each other in on the last 20 something years. But I just think that sometimes people forget <laughs> or maybe, you know, you're overwhelmed, you had a long day, whatever, and you're like meeting new coworkers, mutual friends, and you just have like your internal monologue going, which is okay sometimes. I feel like that can be, you know, with your closest friends, especially if you're venting and you're just like, da 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 and then I feel like this and then this happened and then this happened. But I just think if you are working on your social skills, trying to meet new friends, new people in an environment with a lot of people, you want to be very self-aware. And I think that self-awareness is me. Brody, really? Brody is crunching on his kibble over there. Literally every, I say this in every vlog, every single vlog I start recording in the kitchen. Guess who starts having to munch on their kibble? Brody, slurping water so loud. I'm like, okay. So if you hear kibble crunches, that's him, not me. <laughs> now we're doing the podcast too buddy now i'm recording the podcast. he's like you know what i'm gonna do chew on some kibble okay and now the snowplow is going by 
Oh my gosh, I just can't. <laughs> There's always something when you're recording. Okay, Gretchen, focus. You can do this. Ignore all the noise. Drown out the noise. Okay. What I was saying is, you want to be very self-aware in that I think self-awareness is maybe the biggest thing that I have learned slash noticed as an adult. I just feel like as a kid, I don't know, you're not taught this, you don't, maybe I just didn't notice. Kids probably like aren't that self-aware. You know, I feel like they, like if a a little seven-year-old came up to me, they probably would be like, wow, you look old. Are you 45? Like, you know, like kids are just, just say what's on their mind and it can be like funny and refreshing and whatever. However, I feel like (laughs) really in your thoughts sometimes, if they can be rude or offensive, whatever, is important as an adult. And just self-awareness. I just feel like any issue you ever have with someone, you a lot of times you can kind of come back to self-awareness. And I think about it so much because it is so apparent if someone is not self-aware. <laughs> like, kind of what I was saying, if someone doesn't realize they're being offensive, off-putting, whatever, that's just an example, they're not being self-aware on how they're like affecting the people around them. Or like that, like if you just don't notice that maybe a group you're in talking with, like if you just don't even notice that they're not really interested in what they have to say. Like I just, like there's like cues. They could be like looking away, not really like engaging with you, paying attention, like looking kind of uncomfortable. I feel like you should get the vibe, but I feel like some people just don't. They're just like, this is how I feel. And it's probably because it's off-putting. Maybe they don't relate. It's just not the audience. Maybe we're talking like, money, politics, something that just like maybe just hold off until later on and not now with your closest friends and family, you know, but like in a big group or like new people, people are trying to be friends with, I'd say it's good to (laughs) err on the side of caution and yeah, just not because obviously it's important to now and I feel like there's always two sides to every coin now I'm like going back on my work. So I'm like, don't talk about money and politics and stuff. But then I'm like, you know what? (laughs) It's important to have friends that like maybe share similar values or if they really differ from you in their view of things in the world, maybe that's someone you don't really want to be friends with. Fine. But I did, that's just rule of thumb. Okay. So when meeting new people in a social setting, in a big group, (laughs) now I'm thinking of the flip side of this too. I'm thinking how you want to be very perceptive of how you're coming across back to the self-awareness I'm like really care what people think of you care so much I'm kidding because obviously you it's always like don't care what people think of you but like in a situation if you're trying to come across in a positive nice way especially oh my god imagine if there's like a work event or something you're trying to network be friendly be lighthearted, be someone someone wants to chat with get to know you, you do want to be perceptive of how you're coming across and hope that you're affecting people but I try not to think about this too much but I do think about this sometimes especially with just like me being on social media so much I feel like I said that the other day maybe it was an ask me some of the content creators I'm like do you ever think like how well I guess we know (laughs) we get like negative comments and feedback and stuff but yeah I guess you guys just tell me (laughs) with comments but you know I just I guess online isn't a good example that if I meet a group of people in person I'm like I feel like I just came off a certain way or I feel like I was very you know, interested and like positive and joyful and happy today. But I wonder how I was perceived because you could intend to be a certain way and be perceived a totally different way. Maybe for someone else that's, you know, a little bit more quiet of a personality, reserved, I'm like too much and overwhelming and they're exhausted. You know, so it's like 
you never know. But again, self-awareness, I feel like you can kind of feel the vibe and just kind of feel if you are being received in a good way, in a positive way. Like, here's some examples. If you, because I feel like it's a vibe, but I feel like it is kind of specific things that you can like take note of if you, but I feel like people mostly get social cues, but maybe some people, anyway, if you like have social anxiety, whatever. Some ways I notice I'm being received well. If people are like leaning in to listen, making eye contact, looking at me, if they're last, if they're last, lasting more, I am putting these two words together. If they're laughing, like they're enjoying what you're saying, if they are asking more about you, what you're saying, laughing, asking more, furthering what you're saying, like what I said before, yada, yada. Again, I have such a big personality. (laughs) I try to like, scale it back sometimes if I'm especially if I'm with more like quiet people because I want them to you know be able to get a word in (laughs) so I just worry that I can take over in social settings sometimes I try not to be overwhelming but then you know sometimes with friends of mine that are more quiet or like Max can definitely be more quiet in social settings than me I'll be like oh my gosh just shut me up tell me when to zip it you know I'll stop talking asking about people's (laughs) zodiac signs (laughs) whenever you tell me and you can you know change the topic whenever you want but then I find some of my friends are more quiet or max he's like honestly no no it's kind of nice for me to sit back and like it is like exhausting to me or I feel anxious if I feel like I have to lead the conversation and keep it going so then sometimes more quiet people around you might feel relieved that you're just like taking the reins because I have no problem I'm like oh I could lead the entire conversation at dinner I would ask everyone specific things about like I we could talk about any topic you know what I mean so yes this is just kind of how i go about it how i think about it i also like i kind of mentioned before know my audience not in a fake way but i feel like i'm different in different settings kind of like i've been saying with my closest friends we are probably all unhinged yelling laughing really hard talking over each other chaos but that's just how it can be you know like closest friends then with new people, I'm on a trip in Aspen with new content creators. I try to feel out the vibe. I want everyone to feel good in our conversation. I want, you know, if I'm at a table with new people, this happened like the first night. All new people around me, I want everyone to feel good. I want everyone to feel included. I want it to be fun, lighthearted. You know, if we get into it a little bit, into the not lighthearted, that's fine. Like I, you guys know I'm an open book. So if someone's like, here's my trauma, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm here. I'm listening. I'm here for you, you know? So you never know, but I just try to go with the flow. Brody is literally surfing so much. And Brody, I'm ignoring you over there. Okay, okay. And, you know, initiate, include someone who might not be speaking up. Again, maybe they have social anxiety. They're happy you're leading the way. Um... But maybe they're just more quiet and they do have stuff they would say but feel like they can't jump in or share. And so I try to include them if possible. I'm thinking of so many times I always try to do this. Kind of like be the the glue in the situation. I will just relate conversation back to them. Like I'll just look at them and be like, oh, hey, so-and-so. You live there too, right? Just like she did in the city. Or, oh, don't you have a similar job to her position? Like I'll just try to make them feel included and I just feel like if you're that person you're doing something right because you are making it like a better environment people are probably gonna be drawn to you you're just being inclusive and positive and yeah I'm now thinking I talked with my twin sister Lucy before I started recording this episode and I told her what it was about and 
I thought it was so interesting because she was like, you know, I have noticed I've been like really positive. I feel like around work and I feel like things are just going my way. People are really friendly. I feel like I'm being received well. I'm getting invited, whatever it is. And she's like, I think it's because I've had such like a friendly, positive, like inviting, warm kind of vibe. And I just feel like even more than what you say, it's more like how you are in your vibe in a social setting. And she was like, for me, I can get like quiet or shy or nervous. And she was like, the best advice I've heard, which I want to share this with you guys, I'm happy I'm remembering, is if you are more quiet, reserved, have social anxiety, really, you know, struggle with it, want to push yourself. She said, good advice she heard is to channel the energy of a friend that you feel like does a really good job at this. She's like, for me, it's you. She's like, okay, I'm going to be Gretchen. I'm going to like walk into the room, be really friendly, strike up conversation. It's going to be natural. It's going to, I'm going to be lighthearted. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to smile. You know, so fake it till you make it. You know what I mean? If you're like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to be me today. When I walk into this corporate event, I'm going to be my best friend, Taylor, who is so chatty and so lovely and it's going to go great. Like, I guess pick up on tips from your friends as well, those around you. If you want to be like them in a social situation, then they're probably doing these things and they're doing it right. (laughs) So take notes. I'm also thinking how, you know, that's like with friends. But if we're talking like even professional setting, semi-professional setting, like I would say in Aspen, probably night one, two, we had big group dinners. I would say that's like semi-professional. Like it's a brand trip but it's also supposed to be like a fun laid-back dinner everyone's drinking you know semi everyone's hanging off the clock but how i think of it is like still at the end of the day we're with essentially co-workers brand employees and so in that type of moment i try to buy find a balance of professional and fun a little work talk a little fun talk not too much fun not too much nothing crazy not drinking way too much you don't want to be that like a work thing i mean i don't know because i've never had like a real job (laughs) like a regular job but i just could imagine you know if you're like at the corporate event getting blackout drunk that probably doesn't like reflect best on you you probably that probably wasn't the working in the room that you were going for Maybe, maybe it is i don't know but yeah that's just what i would think my opinion and i've pretty much been talking about how to work a room in a sense, with a group of people or even a one-on-one conversation. But since confidence in social settings, how to work a room, that's what this is all about. I wanted to talk about if you really are like entering a room, like physically tips that you can take because I think we've all heard them, but I find them to be very helpful and true. And I was just thinking about... I was like, Christian, when is the last time you had to do this? That you had to like walk into a big room full of people. Maybe you don't know anyone. Maybe you know one person and you're just like, all right, here we go. Be brave. Put your nerves aside. And it was actually pretty recent (laughs) at a New Jersey Devils charity event. And I went late. A couple girls were already there, all spread out. There was like hundreds of people there, like season ticket holders, um, uh, people that work in the back office organization of um, the devils, uh, so many people. And I know maybe like one or two, like Max and like maybe one of the girlfriends at this point. And inside, of course, I'm a bit nervous leading up to it, 
but I just made sure that outside was cool, calm, collected, friendly, and it worked out very well. I actually, looking back, I'm very proud of myself. I feel like, I, you know, I think I wasn't as nervous as I probably would have been. I didn't think it was like that big of an event. It was on their like main ice rink floor. Like think of how big the rink is, like the ice in a game. It was like on that with probably hundreds of people. I did not know what I was getting myself into. Max was also kind of busy with like chatting, doing things throughout the night, season ticket holders, stuff like that. So I, I definitely could have like hung out with him more, but I was working the room. I was all on my own. I was doing my thing. I was making friends, shaking hands, kissing babies. No, I wasn't doing that, but you know what I mean. Like I was just like, okay, I'm putting on my really extroverted social hat. Here we go. And I just feel like sometimes at those events, like everyone's in the same boat, right? Like some people know a lot of people, some people don't. And I was just like, all right, here we go. And it went really well. And so, yeah, I think I was like falsely confident because I was like, oh, it's not going to be that many people. And then there's so many people. And I was like, whoa, but I was already like, okay, you're good. Walk it. So these are the, like physically, I think these help me. Because I also think these in turn, psychologically, signal back to yourself, you're good. You're doing good. Because you're carrying yourself in like a confident way that you kind of are at ease. You're like, see, look, I'm comfortable and confident because I'm like acting like I am. <laughs> so I literally walked in there, head held high, chin up, looking around, taking in the room, walking slowly. I wasn't like rushing, running anywhere for safety and security. You know, I wasn't fidgeting. I wasn't on my phone. I wasn't like twiddling my fingers. I literally walked in, took in the room, looked around confidently, smiling, you know, having a landing spot, I feel like is a good tip. I walked in there being like, okay, I don't see anyone I know. I'm probably strike up conversation with somebody. So why don't I head to the bar, see if I run into anyone on the way. I was actually doing dry January at the time. So I'm like, get my little club soda and I was good to go. I want to say the first people I ran into and chatted with, maybe I did find Max quickly after the bar I saw him for maybe like 0.2 seconds we started talking with season ticket holders but he had to go like he was there for maybe five seconds and I'm with this couple who has been a wife are probably like in their 40s 50s like do I relate to them not much but you know little in common we find a commonality we get chatting and it's like oh you guys lived in mass at some point we live on the cape in the off season easy like just find some sort of connection that you can chat about and if you're stuck in a conversation with someone you could always be like oh my gosh like I gotta run whatever just like make it natural easy flowing yeah I literally talked to so many season ticket holders that night and I'm like oh like they're asking questions I'm like oh we are brand new like we just got here literally like probably a week ago because he just got called up also we're new to this organization this season like I don't know what's going on but I just was thrown into it and made it out fine I'm like oh season ticket holder you love hockey didn't know much about hockey before I started dating max here we are now whatever you know you just have to go with the flow just start talking ask questions back to the questions people love questions people bottom line you need to know this if you don't know this people love to talk about themselves <laughs> it's the best thing I learned because if you ever feel like a little panic oh like what do I oh awkward science what do I do ask someone something about themselves ask just ask questions people love to talk about themselves they'll love to tell you I promise pretty much everybody. <laughs> Maybe there's an exception. And if all else fails, compliment them. I like your shirt. Where is it from? Oh my gosh, 
I've never heard of that brand before. Do you like that brand? You know, just be, also this is bottom line too, be someone that you would want to talk to. Be someone that you would want to be friends with. Like, literally write down all the characteristics of like a friend that you would want. I want them to be like this. I want them to be like that. And then be that person, which is actually crazy. This reminds me. This brings me to something I wanted to share with you guys, which now I'm feeling nervous. (laughs) Maybe I'm going to backpedal. Maybe I don't know if I want to share now. I can't believe I was brave when I was making my notes for this podcast. I thought this, I mean, this goes perfectly with what I was just saying. I would read a little journal entry of mine from yesterday because in the moment yesterday, it was kind of like a light bulb. And I was like, wow, I got to talk about this on the pod. It goes along with what I'm saying. Okay, I'm going to be brave. I'm opening up. It's right here (laughs) next to me. We're going to do it. Basically, you guys. This is actually crazy because this exercise made me like really think and I was like, wow, (laughs) this just goes to show. So long story short, Lucy got me this journal for Christmas. I love it. It's the we're not really strangers journal. It says on the front, look inside and there's little like prompts. I try to do it like once a day. Sometimes I won't for like a week and I just do the date at the top and you don't need to do that, but there's like prompts on every page and I want to say... It might be 365 pages for like a whole year type of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, I just went to the last page, 365. Oh, wait. This is, guys, this journal is literally so cute. Like, highly recommend. I don't know where Lucy got it. I don't know where they sell it. Just look up We're Not Really Strangers. It's like a red journal. It says, look inside. And I feel like it's very, like, self-reflection. So I've been loving it. It's been so fun. It gets me thinking. Yeah. So on page 364, it says at the top, a promise to yourself how cute and then on 365 it says one last thing and then you just write from there like so cute it just gives you a little idea and you write and it's fine i digress what i'm trying to get to is no not i'm procrastinating my journal entry from yesterday because i didn't even look at the page next to it i just looked at this one page and up at the top it said the kind of friend you need And I was like, wow, I've been thinking so much about friendship, making friends, being social, the kind of friend you are, you know, how you show up in a room, work a room, talk to new people, uh, the friendships that you have, the conversations you have, the dynamics, being there for each other, how friendship looks, you know, from high school to college and on. And you have to make such an effort to stay close with people. And have you outgrown this friendship? Is it still serving you? Does this friendship drain you? And I feel like I've talked a lot about friendships, relationships on my pod, but I could get even to more in that because I feel like I'm always just so honest with myself. Like, how do I feel when I'm with this person? If they're bringing me down, why am I wasting my time? Are they making me exhausted? Are they making me feel bad? You know what I mean? So I just try to, you know, pick and choose my friends around me. And you hear that phrase, like you are the sum of the people that you hang out with. It is so true. And I'm like, I might as well surround myself with people that I love, I enjoy spending time with, first of all. And second of all, are a good influence on me, maybe make me feel like an even better person, rub off on me in a good way. I want to be more like them. I'm inspired by that. You know what I mean? So, okay. (laughs) This says, a kind of friend you need. Okay, are we ready? Here we go. I wrote, an unconditionally kind, supportive, non-judgmental friend, one who doesn't drain my social battery, one who doesn't love me for any other reason than who I am, 
one who doesn't make me feel bad and expect too much. (laughs) Why am I being so negative? I'm venting. I'm complaining. One who encourages me and checks in. One who doesn't make me feel used. One who is kind to everybody and inspires me to be a better person. And this was so crazy because I took a picture of it right in that moment and I sent it to Lucy, my twin sister. And I just said, you. She was like, oh my gosh, are you kidding? I'm going to cry. You're so sweet. And I was going to even ask you if you've been using that journal, if you like it. I'm like, girl, I love it. It's been so good. And I'm just like, like, I'm very blessed. I was born with a twin sister. So we are so like unconditional love and support for each other. We don't really drain each other's social battery. I'm like, we are one in the same. Like we're very different, but we also can just be around each other so much. We don't love each other for any other reason than us. I just feel like with siblings, you get this kind of unconditional love, friendship a lot of the time. Encourage, we encourage each other. We check in. We don't like use each other for anything. We're very kind to each other, others. I feel like we both inspire each other to be a better person. I feel like we have different like strengths and weaknesses. And yeah, so I would say clearly Lucy is my best friend, twin sister. Share the womb. And I was like, yeah. So I sent that to her. And then I look at the next page. And it says, the kind of friend you are. I literally was like, oh, I felt like a slap in the face. <laughs> like I got hit by a truck. I was like, oh my gosh. I'm <laughs> like, I needed this reality check. I have all these demands for my friends. I'm like, you must unconditionally love me, support me. Do not drain my social battery. Do not judge me. Inspire me. Be better than me. Be driven and goals and all this stuff. And then I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> I didn't even think about the fr- kind of friend that I am though. Like it literally is like the kind of friend you are. I'm like, whoa. This was humbling real quick. I'm like, gosh, well, I hope I'm like that. And then I sent a p- the picture, the blank page, kind of friend you are, to Lucy. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> She's like, no, that's you. I'm like, well, maybe sometimes, but maybe not all the time. So this is a good reminder. If that's the friend that I need and want, then that's how the friend that I should be to others as well. And it's funny that I, those are the things that I want because I feel like those are the things that I consciously try to do as well for my friends. I try to remember, you know, important dates, check in, be really sweet, not dream them, be supportive, be like the type of friend they need in that moment. And so what I wrote under this, the kind of friend that you are, I wrote hopefully that with an arrow (laughs) to the other page. And then I wrote, I want to be the, and then I write all these like in quotes phrases. And then I say friend, like I want to be the first one is this made me think of you friend. And I just wrote a bunch of these because these are things I try to do. I try to, you know, even if you haven't talked to someone in a while, a song you hear on the radio makes you think of them, tell them what a cute way to keep connected with someone, stay connected with someone. It might make their day if you haven't talked in a while that you thought of them. You know, I just love little things like that. And I just feel like that's one of the ways you can keep long distance friendships going. I feel like I have an episode about long distance friendships. I could make a whole other one. I feel so strongly about this because my friends are so important to me. I feel as though friendships are as important as romantic relationships, relationships with your family, like your friends are so important. And so staying connected with them, caring about them, keeping up, I just think it's so important. So, okay, here are all the things. I want to be the, this made me think of you, friend. I think you'd like this, friend. This reminded me of you, friend. I've been thinking of you, friend. I miss you. You mean so much to me. I really appreciate you. I remember that today is blank because those are the texts that make me feel really like thought about, cared about, 
and I hope that I can be there for others. So thank you for joining me in my journal reading. That was a little vulnerable. I've never like shared that. I told Max I was recording this episode too and he saw this next to me. He's like, what's that? I'm like, don't be peeking in there. It's my diary. (laughs) But it's been really fun doing that this year in the new year i've been actually pretty consistent so all of that being said i feel like i've touched lightly on the confidence part i want to get more into that i know i talked about head held high smiling no fidgeting uncomfortable behavior which is such a good point like pretend to be very comfortable even if you're not like i said i think it'll signal back to you like relax you're acting relaxed you're sitting there arms draped relaxed you're not all tightly wound stressed because then I think you stress yourself out even more. Just, yeah, again, fake it till you make it with the confidence. It's key. Luckily, I've been wanting to mention this the whole time as well. I had the most confident dad in the entire world. I'm not even kidding. Like, that may just be the best thing that he gave Lucy and I, seriously, because I never, ever once saw him can remember a time that he was uncomfortable nervous stressed out in a social setting unsure of himself he was literally so he's like here i am this is me but what's even better about the most confident people when they walk in a room he definitely i mean six foot nine so he had a way of like here i am look at me but i feel like people say the people that you feel the best around it's less me 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 relating the story back to me relating what you said back to me look at me look how great i am it's more like hi there you are look how great you are like focus more on you to the point that you really enjoy spending time with them because they're interested in you they're not like bragging or gloating or like arrogant because i think too much confidence could get to arrogant but my dad was just so confident and he could talk to anyone and he was the king of work in the room like that was probably his favorite thing to walk into a room where he knew no one and i literally can oh my god i'm gonna like cry i can picture him walking through the door like this is the energy that i harness when i'm walking into a room that i'm a little bit nervous like this he would duck through the door because he's six foot nine he'd duck through the door and he'd stand up and he'd look around and he would do this look with his eyes and his face it almost reminds me I'm going to sound nuts of when I was at the Eras tour, Taylor Swift, you guys know if you've seen her in person or even like videos of her performing or anything. I just remember being like, wow, obviously so captivated. She's an incredible performer, but she does this thing where she'll like stand there and sing and she'll stand really still, but she'll like look around with her eyes at everyone. And my dad would do that. I just feel like if you're really, he would just stand there and look around and get a scope of the room and go from there. And I just wonder how I would have turned out if I didn't have that confidence because I feel like he taught that in us. He's like, you know, he was like just all the love languages, praised us so much, loved us so unconditionally. Like, you're so beautiful. You're so special. You're so unique. And like, Lucy and I believe that. And we are that because of him. Thanks, Dad. Thinking of you a lot today. So, yes, I think that's probably the majority of the way, reason I am the way I am is the way I was raised. And definitely had an extremely extroverted outgoing fun charismatic positive friendly confident dad um yeah but also aside from that 
My favorite people to be around, especially when they're new, it's people I don't know, it's because I'm immediately comfortable around them. That's something I've noticed. It's like, wow, I really like being with them. I can chat with them, whatever. I'm like, oh, it's because they like put me at ease. Why am I comfortable with them? It's something that they're doing. And that something <laughs> that they're doing is like everything I've set up until this point, but it's that they're very comfortable. They're very laid back, they're very relaxed. So it immediately like lowers the stakes and you're like, oh, whew, okay. I can be comfortable and relaxed too. Takes attention away, feels like low pressure, low stress. Yeah. So that's the importance of just being confident in who you are, walking into a room. Again, even if you struggle with that, fake till you make it. Be comfortable. Be fakely comfortable on purpose. <laughs> okay. And maybe this is all terrible advice. I don't, I don't know. This is just my take on this situation, how I go about it. Clearly very biased, being a very chatty, extra person. Maybe you disagree and you're like, no, that is not my approach. I just want to observe, be really quiet, do my own thing, let, you know, someone else invite me into a conversation. But then like, that's me pulling you in. Tell me about you. You know what I mean? So I think, I think a lot of this is good though. And like just the being really self-aware, asking people questions, complimenting them, you'll get better conversation over time. And I just feel like also over time, you become more and more yourself and sure of yourself as you age. And I think that can help with confidence because then you can just be your best genuine self that you know even more, even better with others. So obviously, <laughs> you hear, be yourself. <laughs> Said a lot. It's like, okay, be myself. But I think it's important because more so, like obviously don't, like be yourself and actually someone else because if you're acting like someone else that's not you and who you already are it's so obvious you can smell it from a mile away it feels off it feels weird and not genuine and forced because it is <laughs> so try not to be that person that lies gloats plays things up I feel like sometimes people get into that if they're really nervous in a situation like they'll maybe like make a little white lie like oh me too in a situation just to like relate but don't do that <laughs> no one really wants to hear you like one up or gloat or brag anyway not that you would but just don't yeah don't get into that I feel like sometimes people get into like white lies if they're like nervous meeting new people I'm just thinking of things that could happen sometimes maybe unless they specifically ask about your job don't even talk about your job <laughs> or like specific things within your job like do not I, well this is just my opinion because I've seen conversations where it's just off-putting where I've been with someone who's like a little not self-aware maybe they're bragging about their job their promotion they got this is their salary now and it's like wait a minute back up did someone just ask you that because I don't think so why are you saying that right now you are gonna make this person so uncomfortable this person so uncomfortable this person thought they were making a lot now that you know, we don't need to do the compare we don't need to so maybe if you're asked, okay, and I feel like obviously people are way more transparent with like salary stuff like that. This is just an example, but you know what I mean? It's just like sometimes think about like, would you want to hear that from someone else? So then maybe don't talk about it yourself. <laughs> yeah, this is just my two cents on personal experience. I'm just thinking of some people I know that are a little not self-aware, maybe talk about like money, accomplishments, 
job stuff a little too much. And maybe the right amount sometimes is good, but not too much. Not to the point that you're making people like uninterested, uncomfortable. Hopefully you'd be self-aware enough to like see those signs pulling away, ignoring you, talking over you, changing the topic, walking away. You know what I mean? So to recap, you got to be you, (laughs) you to your core. And I just feel like people are drawn to real and genuine, even if it's not like them they can tell if you're not being real anyway. You just, you just feel it like in your stomach. Another tip I was thinking about that helps me when something seems hard is I've actually done this with like so many things that in my eyes are like, I'm a little worried for nervous, seem challenging. I always tell myself, I don't know how I started doing this. I think in college with like rowing in my freshman year for my hot sack of rowing. If I was like really stressed for an erg piece, for example, I would tell myself, okay, Gretchen, it's going to be over in an hour. Or if it's like a social event you're really nervous for. It's going to be over in two hours, in three hours. It will end in three hours. You know how long three hours of time is. How long it feels. How fast it can go by if you're in a social setting. That time will pass. Like that is certain. And you will make it out alive. That's also certain. So it will happen. And you can do it. And you will. (laughs) You're going to get out the other side. So I feel like when I have that mindset of like, it's going to happen. It's going to start and it's going to end and it'll be over and it'll be in the past before we know it. So we just got to get from point A to point B and do the best you can in the meantime. So that's like a little mindset moment of me that helps whenever I'm like, oh, I'm dreading this. We'll just do it and then it's done and it's going to happen anyway and then it'll be over and you can do it. (laughs) So be warm, be inviting, be friendly, be a good listener. It's very key. Maybe even you know, have questions ready and prepared to go to an extent, of course. Don't be interrogating them. Don't be interviewing them, like I said. But honestly, I feel like I do this sometimes. If I think about, if I haven't seen a friend in a while, um, not really uh, like specific questions. I have a list of questions written on my arm to ask. No. I mean, maybe you could if you're really anxious socially. But it's more so I'll think of like topics, like things I don't want to forget to bring up. Especially, I just think about, you know, if I've seen things in their life recently, I, you know, heard they got a job promotion. I'm going to ask them about it. That's so exciting. And then they're allowed to talk about it because I asked. <laughs> they can talk about it anyway. But you know what I mean? That, that stuff just gets a little in the way. I don't know. I feel like jobs, people just get weird or like comparison or like one uppy, whatever. So that's why I get weird about that. Um, but I try to just have topics on hand that I want to ask them about because they'll love to talk about it, especially if things that have been going on recently. Oh, your sister just had a baby girl. Oh my gosh, did you meet your niece? Did you ever, like I want to ask about life things like that. So I'll be prepared in that way. That actually makes me think when I, <laughs> I think when I first started dating Max, obviously I'm the chatterbox. He's a little more quiet. And so I probably would be nervous to see him if we would like go on a date or something. And I'd be like, I don't want there to be awkward science which like, LOL, do you think there'd be an awkward silence with me ever? I could talk to myself all day long. But I would literally go into the, if we would like be driving there, I'd like Uber to dinner to meet him or if he'd be coming to pick me up, I would literally think in my head, okay, here are like topics we could talk about, questions I want to ask him. Oh, this new song came out. Do you listen to this new movie? Like you really can be prepared. Just have things on the back burner. Conversation will likely like naturally flow, but in case it doesn't, you can always have little topics to bring up and again if all else fails ask them questions compliment them lastly this is good to know 
if you have ADHD like me, (laughs) also you guys are getting the tea an hour into this podcast here. I don't think I even said this on my YouTube or like anywhere else until now. Actually, um, I can actually say that now you guys, I have been diagnosed by a psychiatrist. Okay. So I would always say, Oh my gosh, you guys know I'm so ADHD. And I'd be like, Oh, sorry. I don't want to offend anyone. Take it with a grain of salt. Like I just really feel like I am, you know, every single sign I pretty much have, but I've been diagnosed. So I don't offend you. And now I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm with you. We are one in the same. Okay. He says, I, I get you because I knew that was me and it is. And she was like, uh, it, yeah, like you, you were on this scale. <laughs> yes. So yeah. What I'm trying to say is I feel like a common thing when you have ADHD, it's just natural, again, with the relating things back to yourself, but interrupting, I don't know what it is. It feels so hard. It just, again, it feels like the natural response to relate something back to you and me and my sister, I think have enabled each other and have gotten so bad because obviously we're so comfortable with each other. We basically share a brain. And when we're talking, it's hilarious. We have like three different conversations at once. And I think that's the ADHD and because we can't focus on one thing. And then we both jump in and talk over each other the whole time. That's how we are. But then it doesn't play out well. It doesn't bode well in other conversations with other people. I'm like, Gretchen, you can't interrupt. This isn't Lucy. You you guys don't have telepathy. Self-control. Hang on. And I feel like that is something that comes with ADHD. It feels like you... Also, I think a part of it too is both of us will say, we have to jump in. We have to say this right now because we're scared we're going to forget if, you, if you're done talking in like two minutes, but I was going to say something or it made me think of something, maybe not even relating it back to me. Maybe, oh my gosh, that reminds me of this movie. I don't know. You're scared that if you don't say in that moment, you're going to forget or it just feels so impulsive. Like, oh my gosh, I have to tell you, you'd be so interested to know I relate, but it's like, that's great. Sometimes once in a while, if it's like some, like some crazy coincidence, sure maybe there's like a time and place but i'm like gretchen that was like my always my feedback i would get in my videos or podcasts with lucy but gretchen and lucy interrupt each other all the time probably more me interrupting her than her interrupting me and i'm like oh dang it like we do do that and my closest friends i do do that but i do make a conscious effort especially around people i don't know to not interrupt them and be a good listener it's always a goal of mine and my goals each year like really listen and to really listen. This is good advice I've gotten too. I like love this stuff hearing about this because I just think it's fascinating and it's true and it's helpful and helps in your adult social life that often when you're listening, maybe you caught yourself while you're listening to this episode. It's making you think of other things that you've heard, thinking about experiences yourself, whatever. And we're not in a conversation, so unfortunately you can't (laughs) answer back to me, but maybe you're thinking like, oh, if I was on the phone with Gretchen right now, I would say this. But what I heard, when you're truly listening, I feel like it's only natural to think about, oh, well, I'm going to answer this. I'm going to say this next to what they're saying. But the advice I heard is to not even come up with a response or an answer. Like literally just sit there and listen to every word they say and like take a pause after be like, huh. So like you really listened and you're digesting everything they just said and be like, okay. And I'm just thinking about my friends that do this, that are such good listeners you feel like so important and so so special and they don't relate it back to them they're like wow okay um well how do you feel about this or did you think about this or did, did this make you feel like that if they like further that you're like i am the greatest person i wow this person is so nice they're so i'm so interesting that they are interested in what i have to say you know what i mean so 
yeah, I thought that was a really good tip. I love that. I try not to do that because, I mean, that's so me. I'm so extroverted. I'm going a mile a minute. 100 miles an hour. 100 miles a minute. Uh, I'm going so fast. <laughs> my brain, my pace, and my everyday life. And so when I'm with someone, I'm like, Gretchen, slow down. Listen to what they have to say. Don't, you know, solve all, try to solve all their problems. Tell them what to do. Really listen to what they have to say. And do they want your advice? Do they want a solution? Do they just want to then do they just want to be listened to and heard we, wow we could really talk about this all day long because that's a whole other part of conversation sometimes i feel like my i can get very like practical logical i feel like i also got this from my dad this is such also i feel like a male thing i don't like over simplify but i've noticed this is also a cause for i'm like since i'm a therapist especially relationship therapist but i just noticed in so many of my girlfriend's relationships i just feel like this is a common thing in relationships what i'm trying to say between male female that the male will try to solve problems like they're very like analytical practical girls if you're complaining something happened you don't like you have a problem they're going to try to solve it for you but sometimes it doesn't like match up and it maybe makes her more upset because she doesn't actually want you to solve the problem she just wants you to listen i feel like i've seen tiktoks like that too it's like when someone actually just listens when you just want them to listen they don't try to solve your problems it's so nice and that was a big thing i learned with my sister we would fight in college and i'm like what's going on i'm trying to help you you're going through a hard time i i i have you tried this have you tried that what about this solution try this i can help you we can do this and i feel like it would upset her more and i'm like what's going on i'm listening i'm trying to help you and then maybe it was my mom that told me i can't even remember it probably was her because my dad would be the same way he's like oh uh you you're struggling in math okay we can get a tutor we can do this we can do that but it's like sometimes you're just emotional and you don't want a solution and you literally just don't want someone to like sit in your upset feeling sad feeling angry feeling with you and that was like a huge like such a shift i noticed especially with like me and lucy when we'd have our moments i'm like what's going on i'm trying to help you and it was like oh wait sometimes you don't want my help or you've already tried all the solutions that i'm saying so now it's just aggravating you and you just want me to be here. Like, you just want my support. You just want me to be like, oh man, like that's gotta be tough. Like, I feel for you. I love you. I'm here. You know, that's a whole other part. So, I mean, I was gonna say that probably won't happen <laughs> if you're meeting new people socially for the first time in a group of people work in the room, but it could, you never know. You could connect with someone. I, I honestly, I find this happens the most. I'm thinking with like newer people that I've met. If there's kind of a commonality of something deep, like, it will come up. I'm thinking of um, actually one of the Soldation Arrow employees I was talking with in Aspen said something like, oh, well, you know, it like apply to the story uh, because since my dad passed away, da, 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 da. And so then like later on, we're just like chatting and I, and I immediately, you know, in that moment, my brain is like, oh my gosh, say me too, me too. I get you. I get you. Oh my gosh, I want to hug you. But I'm like, Gretchen, relax, like let her finish. You could bring that up later. And I think I did, but probably like five, 10, 15 minutes later, I was just like, by the way, I just want to tell you, I am so, so, so sorry for your loss. I actually really understand. Lost my dad as well. And I just want to give you a big old hug. And I hate that we relate to each other on this, but it feels nice knowing you're not going through it alone. And I mean, those are the moments that you're like deep with someone, even if you just met them. If you have like a, <laughs> maybe like common trauma, <laughs> if you will. And then you have to be like, okay, 
does this person want me to help? If they're like opening up and being really vulnerable and like sad right now, do they want my help or suggestions? Did they ask or do they just want me to like be there and listen and like feel, go through the emotions with them? So I really try to feel that out. And it's actually very interesting. I feel like recently, literally yesterday and the day before, I'm thinking of two friends of mine reached out to me, texted me and said, hi Gretchen, I'm wondering if we could call later. I want your advice on something. And I'm like, wow, oh my gosh. And what I said to both of them is, I'm honored. You're turning to me. You want my advice? You think I have the answers to your problems? Woo! (laughs) I'm like, I would love to give you my advice. I would love to tell you my opinion. Um, So in that moment, I'm like, okay, this was solicited. You're asking. I will tell you. But if sometimes people are just like, oh, this is hard. I'm struggling. I don't know what to do. I'm like, yeah, that is. You're right. Like, I don't want to give you my opinion unless it's asked sometimes. Or maybe if I think, you know what I mean? So you just kind of have to feel it out. I'm jibber jabbering here at the end, but this stuff is like fascinating to me. I could talk about this stuff all day long. This is like different, but kind of similar, which is why I think I'm loving it to, I love that organizational behavior stuff, the class in college that everyone doesn't want to take. I just always think back to that in college, how at BU you're required to take it in the business school. And they're like, this is the class that everyone dreads coming to. They're like, why do I have to take this stupid class? Why is it on my schedule? I don't want to do it. And then a lot of people end up liking it and you end up learning very important like life lessons and just how to work with others is honestly, I feel like the main part of the class. And you learn about Myers-Briggs personality types. I don't think we did Enneagrams, but you just learn about like what motivates different types of people like you have different motivations you have different personalities you have different how can we all come together and work together and i think honestly probably just makes you aware of all that and makes you very self-aware and i just love all that stuff i think that's why i also love (laughs) zodiacs zodiac signs or poor max at our valentine's day dinner he was like oh my god how do you even know all the names while like the zodiac i'm like i could tell you them in order like almost to the date and characteristics of every single zodiac sign he's like okay do it prove prove it to me literally for like an hour i'm like deep diving i'm like okay january capricorns here we go and i honestly think i i have that all straight because i'm like i do it by people i know i'm like january capricorn mandy my cousin mandy such a capricorn and you know so (laughs) as i keep going on i'm like i need to end this but i just find all this stuff so fascinating i just love it i don't know what that says about me that i really like reflecting looking inward maybe i should be a therapist i honestly well i don't know i think i would love it because i love to chat and i love to learn about people like i am genuinely so curious every person i meet and i think that really helps me with conversations because if you're giving me nothing if you're really quiet oh i could ask you about anything and this is at the very end here but i was saying to lucy on the phone before this too i was like you know who i need a shout out in this episode sorry it's at the end max's sister chase is the most like the best person at chatting with anyone that I know and reminds me of my dad in a lot of ways like that very confident but she could talk to anyone and I've seen her do it like I will never forget (laughs) and and I love it and I take notes and I you know want it to rub off on me because I think I have a person big personality I think I'm outgoing and then I'm around her I'm like whoo you got me beat because I remember when I started, first started dating Max, I'll never forget. <laughs> Sorry, I'm talking so much here. Hopefully you have a long drive and I'm keeping you company and you're still listening. But we went to Sweetgreen 
and or no, no no we went to chipotle across the street from sweet green chase is like i'm gonna get sweet green We're like okay we'll get our chipotle we'll come back to sweet green and meet you okay so that's the important part we are together then we're separate then we're back together we walk into sweet green she's sitting down with like two guys and i'm like oh my gosh did you like run into old friends or something? who are they and she goes oh no i don't know them i just met them and i'm like what she's like no i just popped a squat and started chatting i'm like wait what <laughs> like she literally could talk to anyone like I am not kidding anyone. Even someone like polar opposite from her. Oh, she could find a commonality. She could strike up conversation. And I just feel like I've learned so much from that. And, or even, because also as you get older, I feel like when you're younger, you're like scared, like older people and like respectful. and like, I don't, I don't relate to them. Like, I don't know what to say. Like I'm nervous or, or you know, especially professionally, like, oh my gosh, my boss, like employers, whatever. But then you think like, we're all just people and we all have interests and hobbies and families and everyone loves to be complimented asked about like you know so I feel like she could just talk to anyone she'd be like hey what salad you got there mind if I (laughs) sit with you I like your shirt where are you guys from what school did you go like I don't know and I just love it yeah she's like the most friendly like outgoing conversational type of person I know and there you go if you're struggling with this channel your inner Gretchen channel your inner Chase like Lucy said wow that's that on that I thought this was gonna be a shorter episode literally the longest episode ever apologies so happy we could make it here today with the new mic and all (laughs) you have some technical difficulties here we are I love you guys so so much let me know if you enjoyed this episode, if you made it to the end. Oh my gosh, you get all the brownie points. This was a long one, but I love you and I'll catch you in my next episode.